Yes, sir. Bob. Thursday. Y'all know what it is. It's 6.30. Corsair Radio. You got your boy Shice right in the building. We got Hoop Talk and all that other stuff. PG is with me. We're at the Good News Radio Station 2. What's happening, man? Hey, what's the deal, man? Hey, Courtside Radio, we are here in the building today. Once again, the power duo. AD and LeBron of this radio and podcast. Back to back. Dang, back to back. We working on it. They working on it. So it got to be fire, man. Mike Kelda PG here, the Magic Johnson of the show. Courtside Thursday. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Got to have them hand claps. And you know, every time crazy. I'm on the They're mic. crazy. Got to make sure that it's showtime, so baby. So many fans in here, we can't even social distance. Man, facts. It's, it's Liddy in here. I wish y'all could see it, but... We got to hold out on y'all. We might get in trouble for it. So we going to keep this thing rocking and keep it going. Uh, I don't know where. I think Mike might be pulling up. Not sure. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Fashionably late. <laughs> Barry White might have had a concert before this. No, facts. And uh, Himes is uh, debating it up. By watching the debate yeah. So uh, shout out to that I'll guy I'll watch that later Yeah I'll maybe check it out later Then shout out to my guy Philip, Who's out there in France now We're going to make sure that we tap in With that audience So the Euro League We will give you more of that Once it's that time But shout out to our guy Philip, To stretch Holding forward Holding it down Holding it down But the show must go on Yes sir So man The Timberwolves <laughs> It's crazy that we start with them, but the Minnesota Timberwolves... It's time time to start talking about these teams. They are still unsure who they will use use the first pick on. Like, it's getting close to that time where they should be at least narrowing it down, but they're really like, we don't know what's going to happen. So, I don't know what to say for them. Uh, I don't know what they're looking for and what exactly they're going to do. Like, if they want to move it, are there any buyers? I think they want to move it. Yeah. And just just fall down a little bit, move it to, like, somebody who is, like, top five. Or get a vet to be with uh, Carl Anthony. You know, but, you know... At the end of the day, man, if y'all don't take Melo, you better go and do that thing. Man, for real. Like, y'all better go get that kid. Like, people are sleeping. I don't know... I know it's an L.A. thing. It's a West Coast thing. He's a ball brother, so we're unsure, especially when it comes to the dad. The kid has proven himself. He has grown like five inches since we since we first saw him. He's like 6'8", bounce, handle, shot. He's a better scorer than his brother. He's more aggressive than his brother. Like, why not? No, true. It's like... They got D'Lo out there, right? Yeah. So you can slide D- D'Lo over to the two. Uh, everybody tried to make him a point guard And it just didn't they're work not, out But honestly that's the way the, the league is going You Look at Damon CJ No yeah in fact they're, like, You can you take need you play point guard These two dudes Who can go crazy Yeah And give you the buckets Or just give you And, and like also produce on the assist side And make sure that they keep the team involved Yeah But I love D-Lo D-Lo no, yeah. is one of my favorite Like I was so happy when Lakers drafted him I'm a Laker fan it hurt to see him go, but I understood. Like, he was tripping. Lonzo Ball on the way. We thought we had something going there. I get that, too. But what D'Lo did when he went to Brooklyn, it was like, and then he goes to the, to the Warriors. He is a bona fide scorer. Yep. He can give you the, he, he can hit it from outside. He's good in crunch time and clutch mm-hmm. time. He's not scared to take the shot. He can also dish the ball out how you need him to. You have Carl Anthony Towns is a gem. He's a unicorn. You're not going to find a dude seven feet, shoot it from outside, handle the Post rock a little moves. bit. He's like, he has like every AD almost. Lightweight. Yeah. Lightweight. lightweight. You yep. know, but he's still young. Yeah, he's still, still young. Yeah. He's fresh out of Kentucky. Yep. Like, give the kid an opportunity. He's very capable of doing things. But another thing I worry about when it comes to teams like the Timberwolves is they understand, like, Towns may not be there. No, I know. Like he, maybe you have ready to, to rock. Yeah, you might have to make you have to make the right move. Yeah, or a guy like Carlton Anthony Towns is going to be like, man, I'm I'm up out of here. It isn't yeah. working. I'm gonna go to a, a better team or bigger market where you know we can get free agents to come in because I'm yeah. there. But uh, I checked out Bleacher Reports. Uh, 
mock draft and they had LaMelo going number one. He has to. He honestly. gives you that Penny Hardaway vibe. He just gives you, you know? it's all around the board. Like he can, he'll be able to like, I doubt his defense is going to be there when he first gets to the league. Yeah. But with the size he brings and will eventually bring when it comes to like how tall he is. Yep. The wingspan, he can guard one to three easy, even fours at this point in the league because he's pretty much six eight. Yeah, he's like six eight, so it's it's the perfect time for that type of guy. You got Jared Culver, who is like a two three. Like all these guys can seamlessly fit together based off of their skill sets. True. So it's kind of like, why not do he, it? He's going to bring you the name power. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And like that's another thing. Yeah, he's lo- he's a ball. Yeah, y'all need to like, sell y'all about some to tickets. Be in the new, at least. At yeah. least started out this way. Facts. You could trade him next year or get rid of D'Lo and Towns and then just stick with Melo and get some other guys. Whatever you're going to do because you – unless you're getting hella capital out of this draft, which you're not. Yeah. I don't see Melo going for an extra first rounder and like a, a star player. Like nah, Depending I, unless you just salary dumping. I don't think teams are trading up in the top five. Like You got names like Anthony Edwards. Uh, you have James Wiseman. Um, and who are good players, yeah. but they don't fit on the Timberwolves. Yeah, no, nah, they don't. Don't really like Anthony Edwards. Maybe if you want to play him as an off guard and keep D'Angelo at the one, but we will have to see how exactly that works. Um, who else? They got the foreign kid um, named uh, Denny. Yeah, I Denny. Can't yeah, but Denny, uh, he's a guy that they say may have. Luca ability, but he's not. Everybody gonna look for that Luca yeah, now. And you're he's not more gonna small for power forward. Luca is more the shooting guard. Only one. Small forward, and then you have the, um, you know, Obi Toppin, who they can't draft. He's like a Mari Stoudemire like yeah. player. You know what I'm saying? Like that doesn't fit next to Cat, uh, especially if you're trying to build. Then man, that's that's pretty much it. So for the Timberwolves, it's like if you can't go and trade this pick for a veteran that fits yeah. right next right to right in. Um, a Kat, two three, a yeah. two three. You need a two three or yep. a four defensive. Everybody, they have to be defensive. Yeah, they have to. Yeah. But another thing about the Timberwolves is the young kid they got. I can't think of the name, but he plays a two for the most part, and he's mm-hmm. defensive. Not Jared Culver. No, it's not Culver. It's another guy. It's on another team. guy. It's I'm his at, number two. It's like a coach. Is it a coach? Oh, a Koji or? Oh, uh, it might be. I, I whatever so. it might be. Yeah. But he played well for them, mm-hmm. so I understand. Like knowing, like you got a defender there. But he's also a guy that's not going to score a lot of points for you. Now, if he, if you know that he got the bag and he's been working all offseason and like something like that happened and you got him and D'Lo, then you got Jared Culver. So what you doing at the four spot? Yeah, and you trust the process of it all. But they got – who they got? Malik Beasley over there, Jared Culver um, when it comes to the wings. Let me see. They got Evan Turner, you know, D'Angelo, of course. Uh, who else? See, oh, most you of those guys. Josh, Josh uh, uh, Koji. Uh, Koji. Yeah, yeah. Georgia Tech. So, but yeah. he's he's just a defender. He's a pesky guy. He can be really good. And if you choose to invest in him, if he's able to bring what you need to the table, yes, he can start there at the two, and then you can put Jared Culver at the three. Even though I think Jared Culver is more of a two, you yeah. know, like so. Then that guy has to come off the bench. But you need star power in Minnesota. No, yeah, because they haven't really. Had it and maybe, maybe, big maybe, maybe LaMelo can be the Stefan Marbury and you have Cat there to be the KG and maybe this can be the one that sticks yeah. around because you know Marbury left. But Minnesota has to figure it out whenever you have the first pick or top three pick, you have to make sure that you're getting the right player because that player is going to be the future of your team or going to be a major, you know, trading piece. Like you look at the Lakers, they were able to draft ball. Who showed just enough? Uh, then you're able to draft a bi who showed just enough, and you have to draft these guys and and hit on them because you might have a trading piece that you can use. So, man, the Timberwolves, I, I'm just not sure exactly what they're going to do, but I know that they need to get this right, man. Because they the have t- to. I can't remember the last time they made the playoffs. Was KG- no, they might have made an AC. They might have made an AC, but I can't think of, like you said, I really can't think of a time that they they actually made something happen. Oh, they made it. I remember they made it recently. Uh, they lost in the first round to the Houston. So I got to see what year that was. But, yeah, it's, it's about that time for them to get this thing right and get this thing going because, 
you have a talented player and yeah they made it 2017 2018 they lost uh 4-1 to the Rockets so it hasn't been that long ago they just have to get this thing together you know they had Wiggins then and they have to figure this thing out just like the other teams that are in the the top end of the draft uh the damn Warriors they're blessed they get the second pick and they're getting all their guys back uh you have the Charlotte Hornets who seem like every year they're up there the Chicago Bulls, same thing. And then the Cleveland Cavaliers round out the five. So all you guys must make sure that you make the right pick because this can set your franchise back another two years. And we see it with a lot of teams. So Timberwolves, get this thing right. If you can't go get you a talented uh, veteran, just draft LaMelo Ball and let him come and do Stop his playing thing. Games he's going to be better than his brother. I'm telling you that right now. He's going to be better than his brother, and that's what matters most because his brother is a talented player who can play defense, a hell of a passer, just can't really give you that scoring edge. Believe me, LaMelo Ball, kid who scored, what, 90 points in a high school game? He's going to be ready to score. 90 points? Like, bro, I don't (laughs) care if he was playing uh, Smurfs. Man, for real. 90 is a... that's different, bro. Yeah, that's... He's a different person, and, but we knew that. We knew when Lonzo Ball was coming to the league that LaMelo for sure was going to be in the league. Yeah. In ninth week, that kid was a freshman in high school. You knew he was going to be a top five pick in the NBA. Facts. We knew that the middle brother was like, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. There's a possibility. He ain't he, have that. He, but he's like a, he got to earn that. No, facts. But LaMelo, we knew he was the total package. Score, pass, possibly defend. Like, he's going to be there. And also, he has the brother that also showed him, like, bro, this is what you do. This is what you don't do. Yeah. This is how it's going to go. And, and I hate to give this reference because I, you know how I feel about him. But you look at um, Derek Carr. You know what I'm saying? Was able to learn on, from bro. his brother David. Huh? You know what I'm saying? No. What but, did he learn? No, he just because he's scared to throw the ball. <laughs> throw the ball, Derek Carr. <laughs> but he learned enough to not be out of the league as fast as his brother was and be a backup. So, um, shout out to Lamelo Ball, man. Hopefully they do it right. I know you may not want to go play and live in Minnesota, but. Uh, you got to play where you are drafted. So hopefully Minnesota gets this right, man, and draft that young man to their team. So um, there are words going around that several big-name players may want to move or several big-name players may move. And I just wanted to – like we last uh, on Monday we talked about Chris Paul. Chris Paul. Uh, possibly Derek moving. Rose. Uh, Derek Rose. So that's big time. So just to mention some more – I heard something today, ESPN, where they said Bradley Bill to the Warriors. That was actually FS1, where they trading like the second pick and like some others for Bradley Bill. And I'm like, for what? Like, why? Don't do that. Why would you do that? Yeah, that doesn't even make sense to me. You have a scoring guard in Curry Curry. and a shooter in Clay. Yeah, where does Bill get any play? I guess you slide because you know Clay is pretty much a catch and shoot guy. Yeah, so he can play the three. Yeah, he'll play the three and defensively. But he needs enough shots. No, yeah. You can't have Clay taking eight shots. But you gotta a game. remember that KD is gone, so somebody's gotta take that. You know what I'm saying? You know how that I offense guess. flow. Like, it'll be I crazy. Guess. But then you would have to get rid of Wiggins, which is not gonna work. Nobody's no, you taking have to Wiggins. Trade. But, but if you trade the second pick and Wiggins, maybe they might take yeah. him. But nobody wanna pay Andrew Wiggins. $40 million a year, $30 million yeah. a year, whatever he's making. And if I'm the Wizards, John Wall is coming back. In that East, after you see in Miami make it, you got you should be like, hey, we got two, a guy that just averaged thirty six and six, and then we got John Wall, who's a constant twenty and ten guy. Get something to clog up the middle, you straight. Yeah, that may give us a chance to make us a Miami Heat type push to the finals. I don't believe it's going to happen. No. Uh, I know this. I can't remember her name, but it's a girl on Twitter. I always get into. I know she be trolling. She gonna say that Paul George is her pick to win the MVP this year, and she said the Wizards was making it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And Wait, Paul George is the MVP, <laughs> yeah. and the Wizards make it to the Eastern Conference. Yeah, and I can believe the Wizards, but the Paul George MVP thing. Yeah, after I just seen COVID thirteen. Shout out to my guy Mark Gunnels. I'm always her name is Ashley Baker underscore twenty one. Go go look at the stuff she be tweeting because I'd be like, I know you capping, but she be telling me that she's dead serious. And I'm like, cap. I, I can't I can't believe that uh, Miss Ashley Baker underscore twenty one because. 
Paul George ain't winning no damn MVP. And I don't predict the Wizards making it to the conference finals. But maybe if they give him one more chance because there's no true yeah, powerhouse to come with that with that squad cuz don't sleep on Rui Hachimura I think he yeah. comes out next year and like the kid is he's one of those like pieces on a team that like you underestimate he's going to be a really really good defender and we saw this year I want to say like where he was able to have games where he was averaging over 20 and like having like 10 boards plus stuff like that like He's going to be one of those guys, but he won't get the touches, but he doesn't need the touches. No, yeah. So, so. it's it's going to be exciting to see that because, you know, as you mentioned him, you're like, okay, so they do got some pieces over yeah. there. They definitely have the pieces. I think they need, like, a, a for sure big. They got Bertans, who was yeah. balling this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they got, like, basically the Lakers light over there with uh, Mo Wagner and Thomas Bryant, some yeah. guys and stuff like that. But for the most part, like, Washington was – they're not a bad team. They've been a playoff team when John Wall played. Yeah, for real. So every year, every year. So those two guys can make something happen. It's all about is that franchise all in, or are they going to make the the right moves True. to put them in that position? Yeah, and we'll figure it out. Just keep, just keep, keep these guys away from the Warriors, man. We don't want these guys winning these championships like they were after I had yeah he's no KD I'm never never saying that Bradley Bill is KD but he's a hell of a player and you add him in to that to that team move Clay over you got Draymond figure out what to do with a big maybe go and get like a Dwight Howard and they will be dangerous so man we gotta we gotta look out for that move and then for DeMar DeRozan Mr. Uh, Compton High uh, the USC Trojan I just think it's time for him to end that. Like that, that Spurs relationship needs to come to an end. And I think it would be best for him to come back east, man. Like if you think about teams like the Pistons, Sixers, Knicks, Heat, and maybe even going back to the Raptors, you know, to uh, give them an extra guy, an extra score. I just think that his time in the West should be over and done. It just didn't work out. It, it they, never was. Yeah, they thought him and Aldridge were, go, were going to be a nice duo, but it didn't work out for either, uh, uh, neither guy. So I think that if he were to come east, Man, back to the Raptors sound good. Like, if he can find a way back to the Raptors, I think that would be a hell of a uh, a move. What you feel about it, Bruce? He definitely needs to go back to the Raptors. Man, that they would got be... what they needed out of Kawhi. Yeah. His spot is back available, even mm-hmm. though they did play Siakam, so it's going to be a little tough. But if they can figure out the money out there, yeah, yeah why not? Because they're going to lose Fred Van Vliet. Most likely because he's they lose him. You I think, think they, he's gonna go get his bag. You know what I'm saying? Like they I, might have to give him the bag. Yeah, but that if you can get a guy like Demar, who yeah, gives no, you no, more no. size. And yeah, Demar wouldn't come in and be like, "You're a go-to scorer." He knows. Guy. He knows. It's he like, can see him now. He knows what it is. Yeah, it, I don't even think that'll be what it is. I think like him coming back will be more so like, "Thank you for what you did for us." Yeah, welcome back. We let's, know what you're very capable of. Let's go and get Siakam this. Siakam is that guy, but he's not that guy. Yeah, he's not that he guy. He needs to be the Robin. Yes. He, like, I'm not saying DeRozan's Batman, but him and Kyle Lowry as a team is Batman. No, yeah, If facts. you put, if they two combine yeah. with our, like, like with a Captain Planet, with your yeah. powers combined, <laughs> like, they True. can actually be that guy. Yeah. And, like, they were a perfect tandem. They never really had any issues. They were best friends. They was brothers. What was like, their only issue? The Braun issue. That was the issue. Yeah, the issue was the LeBron was in the East. Yeah. Like, they really didn't have any problems. They yeah. could have probably done this before, but we know what the East is, so... And you bring those two, bring him back, get those three back together. Siakam keeps improved. Like, he played trash in the bubble, but during the regular he, season, he, he has was improved. Balling. He has improved pretty much every year. Even yeah. this year, mm-hmm. you know, he's had those moments, and it was just like, you just, when it goes to the playoffs, it's like, you can't have him afford. But DeRozan yeah. can do what you need him no, to yeah. do. Yeah, facts. He gives like, you the, that. The stuff other, that you was expecting of Siakam, yeah. DeRozan get to the free can throw do line. effortlessly. Yeah, shoot the big shots. And then you still got Marcus all there. You still got Serge Ibaka. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, so, man, I just think that it will be a great move for him and his career. And I think that. That's really good, actually. And yeah, I hope it happens. I think but. that. The Raptors can benefit from it, especially if they're going to lose yeah. Fred Van. But there's a lot of teams out there in the East that could probably benefit from that. No, yeah, maybe even Orlando. Yeah, sick. I think like the Sixers. Like you have Sixers, that go-to yeah. score. See, like how they had Josh. Yeah, that wasn't the one. Yeah, Josh is technically a spot-up shooter that, that wants to be a hooper. Yeah, he's not that guy. If that can be DeRozan. Now you're in a different position. Yeah, because that's a guy who can consistently give you 20. You got a Ben. Game. Yeah. You got DeRozan, Tobias, and yeah. Joel. 
Now I don't know how you afford all that. No, yeah. But, but could you get rid of Horford? Because Horford has yeah, to go. Oh my god! You know that go. deal is too crazy. Who y'all thinking of? Yeah, him? and I was like, what type of ball y'all gonna play? Like, promise if, you, Doc, not getting rid of him. No, I think Doc is because Doc gonna be like definitely if you can get a guy like DeRozan, but that would be nice. And then for me, uh, you could tell me if you agree or disagree. I think that Russ Russ has to go. I think Russ has to go. I just think that it didn't work in Houston. Um, having him next to Harden just doesn't fit. It fits in that D'Antoni system, but in any other ball, unless James Harden just changed his whole game and say, you know what, I'm going to play more off the ball, come off of screens, mid-post, and things like that, then, of course, get my opportunity to do that. Or maybe even Russell say, you know what, I'm going to be playing more uh, mid-post, posting up these smaller point guards and stuff like that. It can work, but I just don't see that happening for either guy. So I think for us. What would be great for his career if he if he can go out east? Like I was saying it earlier, if you check back uh, past episodes, I was talking about if he could somehow end up in Milwaukee just to give them that dog. He's like a super Russ? upgrade over uh, over Bledsoe. Nah, you can't do that. He's a super. Yeah. If now nah, if you get rid of Bledsoe, yeah, yeah. you got to get rid of yeah, Bledsoe. Okay, okay. But okay. he'll be a super. But you upgrade. don't need another person that can't shoot out there. No, I know, but if you had Bledsoe and y'all had the best record in the league, now add Russ. You know what I'm saying? Which gives you a, okay, I can actually go out. Because we used to always say if Bledsoe can come and give them 17 a game yeah. to help, Russ can give you like 22 a game. Yeah, and, and Russ will get you to at least to the line. Yeah, he get to and the he, line. And he might not shoot great from the line, but he's going to do more than enough. And like he's he's able, he's a dog. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to make it happen. Yeah. I might not be a shooter, but I'm shooting. Yeah, I'm shooting. It might go in. Yeah, so you, you know, still got to play me. And then eventually, like, you know, it'll be that, oh. Russ driving tonight. He's gonna know Chris Middleton is wide open over yeah, there. Yeah, he not Giannis, you gotta put two Brooke on Lopez, him. Lopez, so the floor Brooke, is spread. Exactly. <laughs> nah, I like that. No, yeah, I really like that. No, yeah, and the floor, like that, will be the perfect move for him. And then in the East is like our we got star power. Me, Giannis, Ooh, Russ in the East is a problem. Yeah, Chris Period. Middleton. Yeah, he been in the West his entire life. Yeah, like, his whole career. People don't, like if you if you don't watch basketball regularly. The West and the East and the differential in talent, like how different the talent is on one mm-hmm. side, is like crazy. We had the Phoenix Suns balling this year, and to most yeah. people, in, when you think of like in a bubble in the West, we like Phoenix. Yeah. yeah, right. But in the East, but in the East, solid. they was probably a four seed. <laughs> yeah. Come on, like, and like that's why the NBA has contemplated like bringing one through 16 yeah because it's like that team should have been in the playoffs but it just doesn't work like that but man if you can get uh and, and if he maybe stays east may, stays on the west he ends up in a team like phoenix where you can put him with you know uh those young guys and try to give help give them that push to finally make it to the playoffs but i think that that um that era of the rockets the Harden and russ era should be done and is a wrap um have they named their coach yet? Who? The Rockets. I don't think they named the coach nah, yet. Nah, because so gotta... Stan went to New Orleans, but I think it's going to be Jeff. Yeah, I think it's going to be Jeff. It looks like it's going to be Jeff coming back. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. So that's just uh, us mentioning the big names. Courtside Radio um, with the super duo, the LeBron and AD of this radio podcast thing, Mike Kelter PG and Mr. Bruce Courtside, the center of the show, Shai's holding right. downs and one and twos right. here in the Good News Sports Studios. Man, we thank you guys for checking us out live. Remember, you can always hit us up in the chat and through the new app. We don't have to tell you what the number is. Just press call in and it calls straight to our line. So hit us up, man. Um, so before we move on to around the league to talk about the Pelicans new hire, um, I just want to chime in really quick on what, what do you think the importance of a uh, L.A. Dodger a championship win is because us course I already we are a basketball show but if you listen to last show and listen to a lot of our shows you know that we are more than just basketball yeah. culture Any sport it is now it's we have cricket uh, right now. Yeah. LA had a cricket team we'd be all in man fact so we just started the course out from the sidelines but every Monday the, but what would be I'm gonna the give you this because both of us sitting here are not Dodger fans not Dodger fans but I'm from LA I know I've got go to Dodger games every year at least one facts. Bare minimum is one. Yeah, I've been. I think I may have. Well, obviously not this season, but yeah, last season for sure. Because I remember Ubering, but um, and I went in a full on Johnny's jersey because I was just there to hate. But that's just because my friends are uh, Dodger fans, and I like to 
give them shit. <laughs> but Dodgers winning the championship in a in a year where probably LA has had one of the toughest years, especially like we, we're going to keep talking about it. But the loss of Kobe is the, one of the largest things we've dealt with. Largest thing. And another thing is they have been there for four years. I'm tired of y'all struggling out here. Y'all can't make the city look like this. No, yeah. Like make us look better than this. They up there. If they lose this year. Three out of four years. I said it before who they are. They are the baseball equivalent to the Buffalo Bills of the 90s. Yeah. They made it to four Super Bowls. They couldn't win. win. And the Buffalo Bills. It's like you rather say, damn it, hey, we lost in the first, second round. But to always make it there and come up short is like, come on, man. What is going on? What is it? Yeah, what is this moment about? So baseball is really tough. No, once you get there, it's one of those games where like at any moment anything can change. Yeah. They had a huge game on Tuesday. Yeah. Then and then uh, yesterday they came and, up short. And you know, like the LA hype. Yeah. So like Wednesday, it was like, oh man, if y'all let us win today. Yeah. We win this one today. That's and it's then, a wrap. It was the first second and it came around and smack, smack, smack. Yeah, four and zero. Was, it was and like, it was quiet. Uh-oh. Every group chat I was in. <laughs> quiet. They was talking so much shit on Tuesday. Wednesday came. <sighs> Every bar was like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Because oh my. it's like. Every time they lose in the playoffs, is you always think as I know Dodger fans do, like, damn, not again, you know? And that feeling has to hurt. But if they win with the whole COVID uh COVID uh pandemic going on and just everything that's going on when it comes to the protests and all of that, and then like you said, the loss of Kobe. If the Dodgers can figure out a win and the city can have two champions, we can't let Tampa Bay have that title of two champions in one year. We we cannot do it. But if the Dodgers can do it, the city will go crazy. And I appreciate it. I need that. Out they here. haven't done it since nineteen eighty eight. Stop being miserable. We already got our Lakers twenty twenty champs. We good. Yeah. I'm happy with where we are, but I know this will take everything out of you if y'all lose this this matchup True. to a team from Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, who just the fact that they are from Tampa Bay, <laughs> from being from LA, you be like, who? I can't even name a star player if, on if that team. If you ain't from Miami, we don't respect you. Yeah. Your city ain't nothing. Yeah, city if you ain't, ain't turning up and your women ain't as beautiful as ever, like <laughs> yeah. no. Like that's what it is. Tampa we Bay are is beautiful, at, but it ain't Miami. It ain't Miami. Yeah, L. A. is L. A. L. A. Yeah. I saw somebody saying like, "Oh, New York, best city in the world." I'm like, number two, number two. Yeah, like maybe, I'm sorry, maybe three. It's three the way so Miami, Miami look, be looking. Like we by the beach. It's sunny all the time. It's yeah. hot. We out here. And we don't got wear all the clothes. You out here in three layers of shirts and sweaters Man. and thermals and, and hats. And then when it's hot out there, it's too hot. You Your know, laundry we always day must suck in New York. Man, facts. Because it's got a lot of jackets and stuff that you cleaning and up. And I don't mind layering up. You know, we appreciate that little no, work. Yeah. We only got a few months yeah, to that. Yeah, we, so we got to really enjoy it. You know, yeah. we out here living life. We in the water. We by the beach. It's sand. It's salt water. Like, this is it. This Hair is it. Rudd dice. So that hey, that's why we need y'all Dodgers to bring home that championship. So when all this mess clears up, we can super turn up because we're I'm celebrating ready. the Lakers. We're gonna do then, a double a yeah, double parade. Double parade. Double parade. Let me get a hand claps on that one. Double parade. <laughs> Dodgers ever get together. I'm down yeah, for a double parade. I'm down here. for a double parade and we need that. They haven't the Go Lakers Yankees. the Lakers and Dodgers haven't won in the same year since nineteen eighty eight. And uh crazy. I had shout out to Clipper Daryl who we had on Don't Add Me earlier and he told us just the whole vibe of the city. On? Yeah, he had to wear the Lakers jersey. So <laughs> make sure y'all be on the lookout. I'm gonna post it on the Course Side page too. We part of Course Side, so we gotta spread that that love towards Clipper Daryl for uh, respecting the bet he made on the show. But Dodgers get this thing together. So let's take you around the league really quick. Um so we talked about it earlier. The Pelicans hire Stan Van Gundy. Yes, sir. Uh, the one time coach of the Miami Heat, Orlando Magic. Uh, recently, Detroit Pistons. He's been good pretty much everywhere he went. Yeah. Uh, the Pistons, he didn't really have the talent that you yeah. want, but Miami. He, he almost did, and then Blake got hurt again. Yeah, facts. Miami, he he nearly. Pat Riley won with his team in mm-hmm. the championship because he took him to the conference finals. He lost to Detroit. Then Pat Riley got rid of him and took over the next year. He took Orlando to the finals, uh, which was big time, beating LeBron uh, in the conference finals. So, Stan Van Gundy is a good coach, and I think he's a, a good coach for those young guys over yeah, there. Yeah, especially when you have somebody like Zion who in a team you're trying to teach defense. Yeah. Like, you're really promoting defense. You got Jackson Hayes. Mm-hmm. 
Zion, like yeah. you don't like when it comes to bigs, yeah. you don't need anything else, honestly, yeah. in the middle. Uh-huh. Then you got Ingram if Still you keep got him. Derek Favors. Favors. Yep. Uh Ingram. If you keep uh, him there. And yep. all the twos and Drew if he stays. Yeah, Drew's if he stays, Josh Hart. Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball. The GOAT. Like who, I'm just saying. Like who had a good season. So he just I had didn't a, perform well in the bubble without was it. I'm in a group chat with some older cats and like they just like to talk sometimes And <laughs> the dude was like Oh why are you hiring Sam Van Gundy Like all these other dudes Like all these other black guys uh, uh, Deserve jobs so I'm like yeah it's cool But Stan wins Yeah Like Stan is not a bad guy Like both of those Van Gundy brothers Know how to coach basketball There's a reason why They are so sought after When it comes to like Any coaching job Being available so it's like, don't sit here and hate on these guys getting jobs. Like when they were saying, oh, you gave Steve Nash a job and why isn't Mark Jackson? And it's like, honestly, bro, like, they don't want that. No, nah, yeah. It's about culture. Why is Doc Rivers not in the Clippers anymore? Because it's the culture. Yeah. It's that, not that he's not a good coach. Yeah. He just don't fit with us anymore. Yeah, that culture just You're looking for something to fit. And with all those young guys and mm-hmm. you guys stand, you need them to have yeah. some like and then they're discipline. gonna respect Stan because he led a team to the finals. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He coached. He coached names. He coached Blake Griffin. You coached Dwight, uh, Shaq, D Wade. So it's like, hey, I coach these guys who are most likely all future Hall of Famers. Most, yeah. yeah so it's like, I need y'all to fall in line. He and- got Dwight with nobody else for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, no disrespect to Jameer Nelson, Rashard Lewis, Rashard Lewis, Matt Barnes. Uh, what was uh Turkaloo was there? Tur- Michael Petrus, Petrus. Yeah, no disrespect to the guys, but they're like high profile role players. No nah, facts, and he got them to the finals, and he got all them to the final. They beat LeBron James. They beat the Celtics, and they beat LeBron. So you know, and then like he he would have went to the finals. He got kind of the the um, David Blatt ordeal because yeah. he had that team ready to win and was like, I'm here to go. And Pat Riley said, Nah, nah we get, we get, my, we get my youngster in here. Spo, he ready? He just finished uh, watching him videotapes. Yeah, he's he's like, so, I, don't got, I don't got pay him as much. So I'm I'm gonna take over and we gonna win the championship ourselves. So shout out to the Pelicans, uh, the Lakers South. Uh, nice. I like the pickup of Stan Van Gundy. Then the Pacers hire Nate. Uh, board. What's his name? Board Jorgen, board B Jorgen. He has a tough name, but yeah, uh, that guy. Yeah, former Raptors assistant. They just, you know, they went from one Nate to another Nate. Um, and uh, B Jorgen. There you go, B yeah. Jorgen. Um, so uh, it's a guy. Just come from the Raptors. You take a guy from a winning situation. Uh, he's under Nick Nurse, who was a champion, uh, coach of the year, uh, candidate. Uh, yeah, maybe it was a coach of the year too, but you get a guy from there, so you hope that he brings that same type of small um, city team attitude that was a winner and try to rub, you know rub it off on uh, the Pacers. So it's a good move to see. You hate that Nate McMillan was fired, you know what I'm saying? With everybody so banged up, but like but we you, know what Nate when the culture, like brings. you said, when the culture you tried it, it didn't work. It just didn't work. So you just have to move on and You're getting a guy You hope he brings his culture over Of winning a championship Of yeah. being a team That could have been back In the finals this year I feel like there's like There's two or two to three types of coaches You have the vet coach Who Like the Van Gundy brothers Who Like Can kind of go back and forth But their schemes And like just how they understand the game Like Almost overwhelms other coaches And that's the people You can like kind of out coach Yeah Then you have those coaches Like not no disrespect to Frank Vogel, but just with the team he has, like LeBron and Rondo and what they bring to the table, you don't actually have to coach these guys because they know more than enough. They know schemes, they know plays, they know pick and rolls, they know all the sets that Facts. needs to be known. It's like that's what it is. Yeah. And then you got like coaches like Ty Lu, mm-hmm. even Jay Kidd, who is a part of the Lakers organization yeah. right now, but they bring that like loose. You got yeah. this. They they manage egos. You well. can trust even like Steve Kerr. It's kind of like just trusting your guys. Yeah, knowing that what they're gonna do, and that's the same thing Vogel did. So maybe it is just the two kinds. It's like people don't realize, and especially in the NBA, the, these players are getting paid more money than you. Yeah. So a lot of times you just have to be able to manage their egos, mm-hmm. and then at the same time coach them up enough. But they get talented enough, they're gonna do their thing. But in the playoffs, it really shows how good are a coach of a coach are you. And that's when uh, you need your coach to show out because that was the difference this year. Frank Vogel adjusted every series 
where it looks like Doc never adjusted against the Nuggets. And that was they the make thing. That came like back. you literally did not adjust. Like we we saw our centers play, we saw them not play. Yeah, we saw certain guards play, we saw mm-hmm. them not play. Horton Tucker had for two games. Yeah, he had seven minutes. minute spurts. Yeah, <laughs> and he was very effective yeah, yeah. in those spurts. It was like, what the hell is going on here? But the kid came in and defended yeah. and put up a few points right when we needed him to. And he was like, all right, go sit down. And that's what the Raptors were good at. You would just see a guy yeah, like, okay, this guy around. didn't play. Oh, damn, he come in the game Nick giving you some play work. Around. Yeah, so you get a guy from that, uh, Nate B. Jordan, um, who was the former assistant for the Raptors, will now be coaching the um, Indiana Pacers. So uh, that's around the and league. I think they're just trying to keep all yeah. the people. Yeah, trying to keep all the deep ball. Even if they lose them, we got culture. We got some bonus coming back. Uh, we got Bubble Jordan and TJ Warren. Let's see if he can carry that over. So they got some pieces over there. Let's see what uh, the new Nate can do for that team. So, hey, that's around the league, man. We took you there uh, to the two new coaches hired to the Pelicans and the Pacers. But now it's my favorite time of the show uh, where I get to unleash all of this hate in me. And uh, it's real. Oh yeah, so it's that it's the time for the hating ass Mike Kell segment. So this week I'm hating on two things. Cause last week uh, I had to put my put the shame to those Raider fans who was mocking my Chiefs like we we not the best team in the league. But um, I mean, you couldn't be us. That's one game. But I have to. I, I kind of miss it. I'm late to this, but I have to put shame to two things. The first one, the Denver Nuggets. And the reason why I'm sending hate to you guys is how dare you not have Carmelo on your Twitter account when it came to the poll who said your favorite nugget of all time. Wow. Crazy, man. It was you got to be kidding me, bro. How crazy. Many, how many people did they these, have on there? These are the players they had on there. They had uh, Alex English, who I'm like, deserving. okay. Very deserving. Very deserving. You had uh, Jokic. Okay, deserving. Yeah, I mean, he's hot right now. Matumbo, duh, de- deserving the eight seed to update the number one uh, Seattle SuperSonics. Then you had Nick Van Exel, who I was like, he had a, a little Laker, run. Thank you. Yeah, okay, we'll take it. Little. But then Chauncey Billups. I'll even give you Chauncey no. Melo over Nick Van Exel. Chauncey Billups was the second best player on a Melo led team That's for the conference finals. The, they, the only reason I understand Chauncey is because Chauncey's from Denver. No, yeah, I understand so that. That I get as and a he played Denver, on there twice. Yeah. He started. He started there. Uh, that was second team, and then he went to um, Nick Van Exel over Melo. You are smoking crack yeah, cocaine, smoking and you are crack. very upset. That Melo chose to and leave. And Jokic, because Jokic shows, is just doing nah, this. Nah, they just show. No, nah, Jokic, I get. But you're bitter. You bitter about Melo one and out. He gave y'all a bag. Y'all got every player from the Knicks yeah. in 20,000 picks. He could have left for free and y'all, y'all still, left for y'all nothing. Y'all still might owe him for that. Man, and for them to do that, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, this guy gave you eight seasons there where he averaged uh, nearly 25 points. He averaged three assists, six rebounds. He led you guys to a conference finals. Uh, so many all-star teams. One, two, three, four-time all-star with your team. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Should have been rookie of the year, was robbed. He gave y'all something, you know, because the Nuggets team before that. I have no words for Denver Nuggets. Bro, the Nuggets team before that was nothing. And Carmelo came in. They might as well put Wilson Chandler on that list. Man, for real. Wilson Chandler. Because he came after Mello. If you want to do that. But for you not to have him on who is your favorite Nugget, not only should he be your favorite Nugget, um, I can see for you new fans, Jokic, I can see that. But Carmelo is... Would you agree, I Bruce? Totally Carmelo's understand. the best player that Carmelo, ever played. Carmelo's the best Nugget ever. Ever. Not, ever. not even. I Alex English it. was nice, but it's I not close. I hated playing him. And we always beat him. But I hated playing him because they was always good because they had Chauncey. Yeah. They had Melo. And then we had to deal with... Um, Nene. Nene. Keon Martin. <sighs> Like they had a, t- but they were in the conference finals. They I just, hated Andre Miller when yeah, he played there. They just played against a Kobe-led Laker team that was inspired after just losing in the finals a year before. That it was no way they were going to lose, and they pushed them to six games. So I have to send hate to the Denver Nuggets for their Twitter account for doing that. And then the second thing I have to do, I'm gonna keep it NBA. 
All this damn flopping, man, that we've been seeing these last few years. You know how bad the flopping got, Bruce? Um, so I have to send hate to it. ESPN, I was watching ESPN last night, and they made a flop top 10. And it was the top 10 flops in the bubble, and it was bad. Yeah, it was. I saw a couple of them. Yeah, it was bad because it's not just certain players like... Us growing up, the basketball we watched, it was certain guys that you saw. Like, man, this dude be flopping. Yeah. But now it's like everybody Every, yeah. in the league is flopping. For Not you to have touch. a flop and top you, 10? Like, you are a 6'8", 250-pound dude, 230, 6'2", 250, yeah. 220. You could be 198. I don't care. Yeah, but if I get hit in the mouth, I'm still going to the whole strong and I'm it's not really affecting yeah. me. Me. Yeah. I'm talking about me. Yeah, I'm going to the rim and I'm I break trying to bones. Score. I got a sore ankle right now, my hip <laughs> messed up. But I'm not no softy out here. Y'all not. And I understand the part of the game where it's like you kinda gotta sell it because you want the foul. Yeah. But like, come on, Harden. So NBA, y'all need to figure this thing out, man, because I I, I can't stand watching all that flopping, especially from the Hardens. Uh, he just brought us a championship, but Bron be bad with it. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think Harden, Bron, Ginobili kind of made it a thing to, where it's like, damn, we about to all do it. It's, yeah, you know, might as well. Yeah, stars are doing it. I have, I, I have to use it. So you got guys like Patrick Beverly and Marcus Smart. I mean, you got to adjust. You got to adapt. Whatever we gotta, it takes to win at this point. Yeah, and if you true. don't give Harden... 30 free throws yeah, 30 free. Then I might as well jump on this Shaq bandwagon Chamberlain I'm about to flop too So Bron straight Going to the line Bron should shoot 30 free throws a night No yeah He's getting 12 He don't Maybe Man maybe he don't flop enough But I just hate seeing that man it's Nah just, he's too, But he knows that I'm 6'9 yeah, 270 he, it, Man I'll be watching And be like, look at these Soccer players Playing basketball That's what I think about it But man That is the Hating ass Michael segment This week Shame on you Denver Nuggets For not having Melo up there With your favorite Nuggets of all time And then Shame on you NBA players To allow ESPN To have a Not a, a Flop Top 10 God damn it Stop flopping And play some real Grown man basketball Man so That's the hating ass Michael segment Let me hear some of that hate man Oh you want a little bit more Yeah that I want hate. a little bit more of that hate oh, I gotta yeah. release it Oh my bad Hey 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 hey, hey There hey, we hey, go Hey 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 if y'all know that skit from Man y'all kill yourself then you, Yeah you should <laughs> For real But uh Just to uh So you done heard us We start the show off With that Money Trees Um then you know you got uh, that Kendrick uh, Richard Kidd featuring Kendrick New Freezer when this came out was incredible. Come on now. Yeah, Come it was on now. incredible. I'm like Kendrick getting on shit like this now. Man, I was like, oh my god, and he murdered it, man. But we uh, we here at Courtside Radio um, with the super duo in the studio today, Mike Kelly, PG, and Mr. Bruce Courtside Shice Wright himself. Um, we are big uh, fans of hip hop, um, and we like to. Have it in the background of our show And we like to talk about it So today with Kendrick We're going to talk about It's been 8 years Since the Good Kid Mad City uh, album came that out That long? 8 years yeah two, two th- I can remember it because Damn I'm old It was my last I believe it was my last semester of uh, Yeah my last semester of college Damn old as fuck Man <laughs> It was my last semester of college And I just remember it coming out. Me being a big Kendrick fan, um, all the way from probably his training day mixtape when he was K Dot, but then from that, to, I really became a super big fan when he once he changed his name to Kendrick Lamar. Even though I listened to the C Four and I thought it was dope, I always thought J Rock was the hardest because he gave you that straight West Coast feel, yeah. and then uh, Absol was incredible. For. Yeah, but once he changed his name to Kendrick Lamar, the Kendrick Lamar EP was incredible. Um, then you had um, what do you have after that? Uh, no, uh, I overly dedicated OD. Then you had Section Eighty, and it was like he didn't have any misses. And I'm just like, ooh, let's see what this first album he signed with Aftermath. Let's see what it sound like. He gave us swimming pools, which is like, okay, this is a vibe. It's a vibe in then the club. He that. Then he gave you that bitch. Don't kill my vibe, which was crazy. And Being from LA, like some of y'all probably don't know if y'all not from here, it's just different. Like, no, yeah, we are different. We yes. understand that yeah, yeah. lingo, the way we talk, mm-hmm. the things like that. So it was like, bitch, don't come about. Like, 
we all relate. No, yeah, we he, me, all like, relate. Man, when I be in the man, yeah. he, he know what I'm talking and, about. Yeah, and how smooth it is. Like that's the West Coast, and just listen to that album from the beginning to the end, from Shireen to start it all off, Master Splinter's daughter to the end of Compton with an amazing Just Blaze track. It was just a classic album. He gives you one of my favorite songs by him, Sing About Me, which is like the smoothest beat. Um, it's incredible. Then you give us that yacht, 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 which is uh, Mad City, which, man, it's just an album of no no misses, bro. None. Yeah, no misses. But honestly, I'm, I'm going to tell you, man, like, I I enjoy rap music a lot. But when I'm coming to rap sometimes, like, yeah, I'm going to listen to a whole Kendrick album. Mm-hmm. I'll probably bang it for a week straight and know every word yeah. on every verse. But then I'm going to stop. No, I'm yeah. going to stop listening to it until I want to listen to Kendrick. Yeah. Because I want to be out here riding around Ratchet, you know, listening oh, yeah. to 21 and stuff bangers, like that. Yeah. You know, I want to have my bangers when I'm in the car and stuff like that. And, you know, and then and, and nowadays we listen to the podcast, mm-hmm. things like that. But get that kid his flowers, man. The kid done done some stuff that we ain't never seen at the age he is. We, he is up there Yeah Like already. they was trying to crown him early Bro When you think about it Like this started off Gave you a class He gave us a movie For an album With the skits Which were amazing His dad and mom Were hilarious And he just gave you that I don't, To me I don't think he has Any misses From if you No zero misses I, I can tell you for a fact yeah, He has zero Kendrick misses Kendrick Lamar EP To Overly Dedicated Section 80 Good Kid um, to um, to Pippa Butterfly to Damn you can even throw he was the um, like the lead of the Black Panther soundtrack like he has no misses and Zero it's misses. so tough as a rapper a black man yeah it's so tough as a rapper to have no misses as albums like even Hove got albums you kind of be like ah oh, that's cool you know what I'm saying and um, you know several different artists like oh that's a cool album this dude has no misses and it started with Good Kid I just remember the impact of it was just everywhere you went the whole city was playing it yeah most definitely Um, it, it was just a vibe I remember kicking it with chicks and it would be Oh, hey, you got to put that Kendrick in. It's like, oh, you listen oh, yeah. to that? You know what I'm they saying? They want to listen to that Kendrick. Yeah, and it was they just like... They think you cool when you listen to that Kendrick. Yeah, they think, oh, he like, know what he about. Yeah, he he uh, think. He's, uh, he's woke. <laughs> All that. Like, Kendrick, like, in L.A., it's like, if you listen to Kendrick, then you, you're from Los Angeles for the most part. Yeah. Especially depending on what you know about him. And it's not just black folks. It's every race. Like, no, every no race. lie, when I when, like, talk to uh, he's like, the city. other race He's like chicks. one of those, like, heart of the city type guys that, like, yeah. raps about everybody that comes from... The struggle Yeah And like LA struggle different From everybody else struggle We know We a little spoiled out here We got a little money You know Like we understand We adapt We adjust We get, we got hustles And all that other stuff Yeah But it's tough Being out here bro No facts. It's tough Being at the top Having to flex and floss And be dripping And fly all the time Having to spend All your money on hey. drinks At the club For these bras And women yeah. And things like that It's like come on Yeah no yeah He gonna tell you He gonna rap about all that And he gonna give you All that vibe <laughs> And we living it So we really we know vibe. I just got paid I'm at the club I'm spending money on you Why are you yeah. out here Acting Why are you up tripping? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you doing this And he Man just So I want you to I want you to tell Uh Man, this is going to be tough But pick your favorite track If you can from the album So you got Shireen A.K.A. Master Splinter's Daughter uh-huh. Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe Backseat Freestyle The Art of Peer Pressure Money Trees Poetic Justice You got Drake on the album Crazy Good Kid Mad City with MC8 Swimming Pool Sing About Me I'm Dying of Thirst Real and Compton and then you got the recipe was a part of deluxe along with uh, Black Boy Fly, Now or Never, the recipe, um, uh, Black Hippie remix, and Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe remix with Jay Z. I think it's the Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. That's yours. I think so. Hmm. It's tough to say because with Kendrick, you you get a track that you be like, yeah, this my one. Then you go to the next one, you be like, this my yeah, yeah, this but my I don't one. know. So like yeah. from Kendrick album, you usually get three to four. Yeah, that is like these. I have these. to hear these songs if I'm playing this album. True. So it's like it's they don't come as one. Nah, facts. And like even the radio could wear something out for us. 
but it don't it don't piss us off out here. So I, I got I got a great question then. So I, I shout out to my guys from Hoops and Brews. I remember joining them on their show and we talked about Thriller. You know what I'm saying? How great of an album that is. You know what Probably I'm saying? Probably still the greatest album yeah. of all time. And and then we know how great Good Kid, Mad City is. So that question, like you're right, it's so many good ones. Like I was trying to think my favorite would be Sing About Me, but then I'm like Money Trees is crazy. Probably J Rock's greatest verse. Um, Poetic Justice is dope because you know it's yeah, a Poetic vibe. And Drake, uh, Mad City is crazy. Real gives you that little two step vibe, that Chicago vibe. Compton, like all of those are dope. If you could take one track off the album, what track would it be? So you got Shireen, <laughs> Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe, Backseat Freestyle, The Art of Peer Pressure, Money Trees, Poetic Justice. I can't answer that. Good Kid, Mad, uh, Good Kid, then Mad City Swimming Pool. I think I know the song I would take off. Give it to me Cause you know Yeah the song I would take off Would probably be Good good, good Kid Good Kid Man City you need though Yeah Man City you need <laughs> But Good Kid I could probably It was Pharrell It was a Pharrell beat Pharrell did the hook It was dope But I think that would be The only track, track That I can be like Oh I can go without that's that That's for you See like that's tough Cause I'm a Pharrell dude Nah but And even I understand though Everything that, he brings to the table That's a great lead That track <sighs> Was a great lyric He was great lyrically I was, And it for was me, a great it was, lead It was like For me when I, I Hear things like that in, in music And like Pharrell's on a track And it's somebody like Kendrick And especially like At the early stages of his career I'm like yeah. Track. Yeah, you got a for real track. You know, made it, y'all. And the next album he we got for real, give you all right, which is legendary. But oh, come on, man, Kendrick. It's but I think yeah, I think that will be the track because I can't take I off. Mad at that. I can't take off Shireen. That's a great intro. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. Of course not. Backseat freestyle. I mean, get your freestyles ready. All my life, I want money and power. You can't take that off. The art of peer pressure was. They was they was hitting the lick, and he gave you that story of them hitting that lick. Uh, Money trees, of course not. That's the yeah, bitch. So yeah, that's crazy. Poetic justice. Him and Drake on the track with the Jenna Jackson sample is crazy. Mad City, the 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 crazy banger. Uh, swimming pools, which is dope because especially at that time you were drinking, you like, damn, well, why am I drinking? Mm-hmm. And he told you why people drink, and you like, okay, sing about me. I just think the storytelling of. The bro, his homie, whose brother who got killed, his brother giving his story, and then a lot of people don't know that second verse is the answer to Keisha's Keisha song on Section Eighty. Yeah. He's talking to Keisha's sister, and that's amazing. A uh, real, I just like that vibe. I do, I want to, I say what I want. Like I, that's just a vibe. And then Compton, I just think that you got it's, a Drake verse, and then just Blaze, just Blaze. What? Come on. Yeah. So that would be the song I would take off, but. Keep it all there It's a classic album Great great yeah, album You can't really take anything Cause it's like He puts together like art Yeah And like with when you take one out It just it Yeah kills like my you vibe. Could, Yeah cause you Bitch, can't have it kill yeah, my vibe. Like, uh, <laughs> Even if I'm listening to Good Kid I might want a verse No yeah I might want like a little bit of the intro yeah. Just to hear that Be like yeah that Mass was one hallucination baby look, Ill education see, look, baby he knows Yeah so It's, it's tough but Man uh, so Good Kid Mad City um, and we're going to make sure we post a video to IG And we want to ask you guys the, the question we just had to answer What's your favorite Good Kid Mad City track And what will be the track uh, They can't keep Yeah, no. Shout out to our guy Keith who's talking about the Dodgers He said they can't keep losing the World Series dog. We yeah. said it yeah. You can't keep you taking these L's You don't want to turn into the Buffalo Bills uh, And no matter how many times they made the Super Bowl You always remember Damn they never won so that's just not a good look But yeah We're going to have to do that post um, And see what people think What is their favorite um, Kendrick Lamar track From the Good Kid Mad City And if they can take off one song What would it be I know a lot of people Don't like Dying of Thirst But it's connected to Sing About Me So yeah. you can't take you can't. that off Yeah especially Because yeah. that's the thing About these then albums it to the prayer. When a person really Puts an album together And you have to listen To a song to get Like sometimes When you change the track He's like Nah, I needed yeah, the I end needed of that. that. Yeah, I needed the end of that. I needed that transition. And and that's what Kendrick does. He still gives you albums. Like a lot of people make songs today. They make not nah, because most rappers now just drop mixtapes. No, yeah, and it's just tracks. Yeah, and like you get your music on Spotify because it streams now. So like you don't yeah. really have to go in. Like people aren't putting and together pick the that body of work that they like. Like yeah. like like true artists are. But that's why Kendrick is above. Like he's next level You know yeah. He's technically up there With the greats But he's such a youngster And it's tough to like Crown people so early But why not No, nah, yeah Respect that kid Like he We knew who We knew at least yeah. Out here Like oh yeah, he, he different He been doing it He yeah. different 
Yeah, he might be from Compton. He might be from the hood. Whatever. Nah, he different though. He uh, he came up during the he time. Had, he had educated. Yeah, uh, yeah, and he knows. So he knows. He always talking about it in his song. So shout Kendrick Lamar, Top Dog Entertainment. Shout out to the bro Musa man. Uh, this their newest artist just dropped a new tr- a new album, which is uh, Reason. You know what I'm ooh, saying? So ooh, ooh. New Beginnings, which is pretty dope. So man, Another one of those that's like next level and you yeah, really gotta sit there and listen to yeah, it. Yeah, sit there and listen. So shout out to that whole uh that whole team, man. They doing it over there. Uh throwback Thursday, um, player of the week, we ready for it. Hey. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a kid. Back in the days when I was young, I'm not a kid anymore. But some days I sit and wish I was a Back in 85. That was hard. Hey, shout out to him. I remember way yeah. back when. He's he's legendary for that, but uh, this is t- it's our time of the show, the end of the show. So it's throwback Thursday player of the week. And this week we're going to uh we're going to give it to a guy who actually played for the Clippers and was a good player for the Clippers. None other than the former uh, Blue Devil, first overall pick of the 1990 NBA draft. You know what this is, right? First overall pick, 1990 draft? Mm-hmm. Wait, first overall pick, 1990? Yeah, 99. 99? Yeah. Hmm. Do should. I know who this is? You should know. He was like the best player for the Clippers all that run in the early 2000s. Not Lamar, is it? Nah. All of a candy? Nope. 99? 99. The Clippers? But he he didn't get drafted to the Clippers. Oh, I'm yeah, over he here like wait. To the Clippers. He got drafted to the Bulls. But he ended up like he only Ron played Harper. Nope. No? He only played two years there, then he ended up becoming a Clipper. Two time All Star. Um yeah, he was a baller for the Clippers. His career, he played seven seasons, twenty points. Ninety nine. Um, Two blocks First overall One steal Ten rebounds 20 points Ten rebounds Two blocks Danny Manny Man no. 1999 You're thinking too far back Man damn Cause the Clippers Blue Devil Think about Dookie Blue Devil a Duke he, he works in NBA He works for NBA team right now And he's a Duke Blue Devil Yep First pick 1999 To the Chicago Bulls Became a Clipper Played there seven seasons Injuries halted his career 99 uh, He was never the same the guy Bulls. But his best year his One of his all-star years He averaged 24 all-star points All-star of that all- 10 rebounds Two blocks uh, One steal Nearly three assists He's a big man Yeah Clippers had a good big man Other than Man a really good one I thought This year I thought they had a chance to make it to the finals, uh, 05, 06. And you say he's a coach right now? Nah, he's a GM. Oh, Elton Brand. Elton Brand. There we go. Give Bruce some class, man. He figured it out. That's crazy. I couldn't even think because Elton Brand did go to the Bulls first. Yeah. He, he, was, was, a, he was a rookie of the year. Yeah, nah, Elton he came in. Two-time All-Star. All-NBA um, in 05, 06. Like I said, rookie of the year, which he averaged 20 points, uh, one block. Nearly one steal, nearly two assists, and ten rebounds. He was twenty ten right he was away. Twenty twenty for, for most of his career. It's just he started. You know he was injuries. injured. Yeah, injuries haunted him. That he ended up going to Philly, where he wasn't the same guy. He played in. Shout Denver. out. Yeah, so shout out to Elton Brand. Career averages of nearly sixteen points, eight rebounds, two assists, uh, nearly two blocks. Was a great, great player. If you haven't seen him play, look him up. Uh, but if you want to see him play, check out the courtside radio page. We're gonna have uh, highlights of. Him up very very soon, but Elton Brand is this week's Throwback Thursday Player of the Week. Hey, the Super Duo held it down, man. We did our thing, man. Give ourselves some hand clap, man. We be killing it up in no, here. No, we be kill- we might. Hey, Philip, Mike, Alex, man, we might need to talk. We need to have a meeting. <laughs> yeah, we need to have a meeting. We need to have a meeting because this looked like, man, we really can't be carrying a team. We really can't yeah, be carrying can't. a team like this. Danny Green, yeah, Danny Green. Uh, who was a KCP early season? Yeah, KCP early you better, season. You better close it out well because Dion man. Waiters, nah, we JR, Dion, Dion, nah, 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 nah. nah. <laughs> Like hey. Quinn Cook and Troy Daniels. Man, facts. <laughs> man, Jared Dudley. Who's Jared Dudley? Man. Is that Philip? Philip, is that you out there, yeah, Fresh? You Jared Dudley right Phillip, now? Yeah, Philip is Jared Dudley. He ain't man. in no oh, he minutes might, right now. Oh, he might be JaVel McGee, one of the two. Oh, man. Hey, but it, it's been a great episode. Courtside Radio. Um, the starting five now is a super duo holding it down. And y'all know every time we finish the show, Bruce makes sure we go out on a banger. You got any shout outs before we get up out of here? 
Nah man Shout out to y'all out there We appreciate y'all listening Yup You know On every platform Go Dodgers kinda Yeah You know it is what it is But uh Lakers still 2020 champs We love y'all Appreciate y'all for listening Good News Radio Courtside Radio We live Touchdowns and Tangents up next Hey Touchdowns and Tangents up next We thank y'all so much for tuning in And you know it's always love And go we always vote. gotta say Go Please go vote, vote. Go Vote Oh yeah And make sure y'all know What y'all voting for man Yes Read them props yeah. All that Read all Dialysis that. All that Read Go vote Facts We love y'all man hey, Appreciate P- y'all Peace